This week on the BAMCast, how is Babby 4? How is Babby 4? We are truly sorry for your loss. One bark, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 240. Woo. Woof. Yeah, yes. Nah. That's like some other number in dog here. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them in good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one five jocks and robot jocks. Hooray! And the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get a negative slide scale one to five bags as a douchebag after Twilight. Woof. Bad food. Bad movie. So, um, wrapping up Doggist. Hooray! Hooray, Doggist! Hooray for everything. <laughs> uh, we decided to do um, Treasure Buddies uh, 2012. Yes, we did. The end of the world begins with tre- Yay, Treasure Buddies. the Buddies. Begins and ends. Yeah. Um, buddies are back. <laughs> yes. Their third visit to the show. <sighs> the Buddies. We just open the door and all these Buddies run in. Just, Yay, Ooh. the Buddies are here. We would do that every, If that was actually what happened, we yeah. would do that every week. We because should, yeah. who wouldn't love to podcast with a bunch of puppies? I I you I would suck. love it because uh, I'd have be to edit cool. out all the dogs. No, that would be no. part of the. D- oh, would it? Yeah, yeah. that'd would be local dog flavor. Cast? Yes, the ambiance. Oh, okay. Um, so we couldn't really find a plot summary, nor did we care. So I'm going to write read what uh, anonymous wrote on the Internet Movie Database. Disney invites you on a treasure hunting adventure with the buddies. Thanks, anonymous. That's a good <laughs> hey, plot summary. That's accurate. Yeah. I appreciate any invitation to their movie. Yeah, Disney's very nice yeah. to invite us along. Usually well, you're proudly invited, but not this time. No, no they're just, just like, invited. just get the fuck in here. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> you just want to watch this fucking movie? Yeah. Watch? <laughs> we just shouted no. out in the video, whatever. Puppies in it, oh, there's yeah. a monkey. Oh, come on. Yeah, come on. Come get, on. Get your ass in here or don't. We don't really care. Yeah. Man. Yeah. They're like, hey, you like Spy Mate. Yeah. Come watch this. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah. The Bamfcast is proud to invite you. Like, whatever. Fuck, you didn't pay to see Wreck-It Ralph. Get your fucking ass here and watch Buddies <laughs> or something. <laughs> wow. Man. <laughs> Disney's <laughs> marketing <laughs> department Man. is really they frustrating. They got a little angry over the years. I'm not going to lie. Jeez, what did we do? Uh, we watched the Buddies. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so let's talk about them. Okay. Uh, For the first half? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then in the second half, we'll do something else. Um <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm out on this one. I don't know. Dog, okay. Dogs run around and they talk and shit. <laughs> I seriously, I don't. I can't tell one I buddy's just, movie from the other now. It is both a. <sighs> I just want to point out that director Robert Vince. This is his fifth Banff cast appearance. <laughs> oh wow! Of course like, it is. Thanks to April and Doggist. <laughs> nice job, Bob. That's probably is that mm-hmm. like the most we've seen of any director. Uh, probably. I, yeah, I think he beat Craig Baxley at this point. Okay, he cra- cross Albert Pune. <laughs> Pune, awesome. We've only done what two Pune? Uh, Three no, Pune? We've done a few. Yeah, we've we did Cyborg and Captain, <laughs> Captain America. Uh, uh, Pune's man. Yeah. Fear the rush. Fear the darkness. Vicious lips. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, we've yep. done a lot of our Pune's. Yep. However, Robert Vince, you've done Super Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spy Mate, and Most Extreme Primate. Wow, that one was what is good. wrong with I, us? I'd watch that one again. Or was it Most Vertical Primate? Ah, whatever. There was Al Borland and... Yeah, Duke Most Bro. Vertical Primate. Yeah, sure, yeah. 
Um, However, Treasure Buddies. Yeah, Treasure Buddies. Yeah. So it opens with a an Indiana Jones ripoff scene, basically. Sure. And then continues. <laughs> and then continues to rip off Indiana yeah. Jones. It also uses some of the storytelling mechanism ripoff, or a, a storytelling ripoff of uh, Aladdin and sure. Sure, everything yeah. that's narrated. Yeah, yes. <laughs> we have an un- unreliable narrator. Right. Yep. Yes. Unreliable monkey narrator. Yes. That okay. is a first. Yeah. That is true. Yes, Babby the monkey is telling other monkey <laughs> Babu. Babu. Babu is telling Babby. No, Babby was no, the older Babby's one. Those the fez wearing monkey. Yeah, the, uh, that's the, right. Yeah. The wise old monkey. Babu's the Babby. cousin. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. In from Cairo. Oh, he's in from monkey or organ grinding. Organ grinding university. <laughs> he has left organ grinding university to come be a great adventurer like Babby. Babby. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's as, far, that's as much as I know. And then, oh, I don't know. There's a treasure hunting sequence with young grandpa in his young days and Digger dressed exactly yes, Digger. Digger dressed exactly like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so is the dog. And they, not really. <laughs> it would have been awesome if the dog was dressed <laughs> yeah. exactly. Dog didn't like have a hat on. I since you said that, I want to address something. Go, right. Sure. The sure. cover of this, one of the dogs has an Indiana Jones fedora on. Mm-hmm. Really? Nowhere in the movie. No. Boo. Yeah, that's... I was incredibly disappointed that none of those dogs were given. Here's the fedora that well, was the... on the cover of the video, but not appear in the final <laughs> yeah. picture. Yeah. The, none of the dogs wear sunglasses either, so that is also disappointing. Uh, it's, man, this is just losing steam as it goes. Yeah. It is. It's unacceptable. And that yeah. is a tradition that it will carry on for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, it's your standard opening of Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're in a tomb. They find half of some medallion that's supposed to lead to the tomb of Cleopatra. Catra. Cleopatra. Yes. And Not Cleopatra. Yeah. Really? But Cleopatra. Well, sure. <laughs> yes, obviously. This is important. Uh-huh. So Catra. important that the child will tell us later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, of course, when they pick up the thing, the whole place is like, oh, no, they took the ancient relic. So fall apart. Yeah. There's some amazing engineering going on in ancient temples. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now well, we they had time. They, they were all architects and not actually contractors. That was, that was <laughs> yeah, a secret. I gotcha. yeah. yeah, That's all they were doing. <laughs> Build beautiful things, and <laughs> yeah. then you move one thing, and the fucking thing falls apart. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no. I just meant they had, they had, they had help, let's say. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay, yes. <laughs> Involuntary <laughs> help. Yes. <laughs> Involuntary yeah. assistance, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So they, they steal the thing. Uh-huh. They do. They, they, yes. they steal well, it. Well, the dog goes back and steals it. Well, yeah, the dog steals it. Well, yes, because humans are incompetent yes. in Buddy's land, so he drops the thing, dog picks it up, yeah. runs out, and like, hooray, cut to... Many, yeah, many years later, Grandpa is now running a shitty museum in Fernville or whatever the hell the buddy's town is. Fur, Furville. Fern, 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 Ferngully. Ferngully, the lost <laughs> yeah. Oregon Lost county. dog forest. Yeah. Yeah, he's running a two-room museum with all the shit that he's stolen from foreign lands. Yep. It's like, hey, kids, check out this great stuff. I'm broke, so. <laughs> Over here is some great stuff, the expanding <laughs> foam. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> I discovered this while on a trip to Home Depot. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty shitty museum, and he's closing it because it's so shitty, I guess no one's going. Also, it's a town of 12 people, half of which are buddies. They, uh, <laughs> Grandpa, we can only yeah. come to the, the museum The dog-to-human so ratio is really off in this yeah. town. It really is. <laughs> Seriously, your 24-hour PBS special every year to keep the shitty museum open is getting old. Yeah, we've seen it. <laughs> we've seen your song and dance. So, um, Edward Herman? Edward Herman. Decides to show up and... Beloved character actor, yeah. Edward Herman. I don't know why I just remembered his name off the top of my head, but I did. Good job. Good job. And um, he decides to show up and be evil British guy menacing. Mm-hmm. Mildly British guy. 
Well, he likes to point out the fact that he's North American. Yeah. And he has a one of those hairless cat things. Sure. Post-freezing Mr. Bigglesworth. Mm-hmm. Egyptian whatever, no hair cat thing. Yep. Sphinx? Are they called Sphinxes? Sure, Sphinx. Let's yeah. go with it. It's a Sphinx. Okay. Those bald cats. Yeah. yeah. Hairless Hold pets. Hold just a bald, bald ass cat. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Brazilian Sphinx. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. All, yeah. The all cat got a Brazilian. Up. Right. And um, Summer. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, he comes in as all menacing as like, uh, I have the other half of the thing that you wanted, so you should come on an adventure with me. Yeah, and they do Wonder Twin Powers activate mm-hmm. and put the thing together, and he's There's like, oh, you're no the ice chair you're the king. Or, <laughs> or bear rug or anything. Yeah, yeah Richard Real is freaking out. Mm-hmm. You might remember him from yeah. Office Space. Yeah. <laughs> and a billion other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. he's the old adventurer now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's grandpa. But I just love how the guy is like, he's like, I've found this. You need to come on the adventure with me. And he's like, nah, I'm old. I got stuff here. And he's like, your museum's shit. <laughs> come yeah. to Egypt and help me find this thing. I would just like to point out that in our, granted, I don't know what order we've watched these in. The like, wrong order. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But our previous two adventures into Buddy's universe have netted us two Cheers actors. <laughs> yeah. And now we have the dad from Dennis the Menace and the guy from Office Space. We, we've just taken a step back in our old guy, you know, hamming it up for a ham sandwich in, <laughs> in the Buddies universe thing here. Yeah, they yeah. ran out of Cheers actors. Yeah, I they did not. Rhea Perlman would absolutely come to a Buddies movie. If there she were hasn't no already. women in this movie. It it could have been. It could have been a no. woman ahead of all of his jump to conclusions, or all all of his money on jump to conclusions. I'm just saying, like. Given the, broken hunger, you know, these people are just a step back. I know it, it. It did not hold up the tradition we were hoping for. Yeah. Each one, like the house movies, to have a new Cheers actor in them. But right, yeah. So, but yeah. basically, he's just like, "You're coming," and he's like, "Well, can I bring my grandson to this terribly yeah. dangerous adventure?" I promised him <laughs> a camping trip, and he's yeah. like, "Camp in the desert uh-huh. in like, fabulous Egypt." Yeah, in 2012. Right. That sounds because that seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the right climate. climate yeah, but they're climate going, and globally speaking. They go to the Epcot Center version of yeah, well, yeah, of Egypt. <laughs> they go to the Sand Experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they did film it at the Holy Land Experience. They could have. They probably do have a, a room. It actually probably, you, it, for this probably actually right. It probably was the Epcot Experience because it was basically like Egypt in the seventies, like, where it's like pretty cool and yeah. they didn't have it updated or anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, like Morocco. Yeah. So. Like, uh, kid and grandpa say goodbye to parents, and one of them is Lachlan Monroe, really sad in, a, like, a two-sentence role. Yeah. Uh, well, see, he was probably in some previous Buddies movie. I, that's maybe. my guess. I we're, so, we're watching these, like, know. Benjamin Button style. It's it's really hard <laughs> to figure out. Uh, he could yeah, be right. B-Dog all grown up. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, so... Yeah, so he's just wandering around the background muttering, I was in Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he's muttering. I was one of those guys. Uh, at this point, the cat reveals it can also talk. That, of course, only animals ever hear these things. But the cat's just like, I'm going to do evil now. Mm-hmm. And so their dog, Mudbud, Mudbud. is like, Mudbud. I must save the people. And immediately runs out and calls the buddies through his emergency howl. Mm-hmm. And they run to the airport. Lachlan Monroe was in Space Buddies. Not even the same character, though. Space, we didn't watch Space Buddies. No, we did not watch Space Buddies. Super Buddies. Yeah. But so. he was in Space Buddies as a different character? Uh, yes. Weird. So, I don't know why he was there. We're going to be very confused when we get to Space Buddies. <laughs> no, Spuddies. we won't, because, no. Yeah, for Space Buddies. No, we're going to make it to Space Buddies. 
Space September. <laughs> next for space next roll. Space Timber. <laughs> next week we're watching Space Buddies. Space Roll. <laughs> space Roll. I will be keep your dogs space roll and neutered. Actual <laughs> space. Come on. Yeah. But anyway, yes, they all they're <laughs> hopping on a plane, taking the old prop job all the way to Egypt, <laughs> a 1920s plane on a 28-hour flight nonstop from the Pacific Northwest. It's okay. They traveled by map. Yes, yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah. But the dogs get in by smuggling themselves in a box of explosives. <laughs> Which, good idea. I don't know why it was on the plane or anywhere near this movie. Because, because the, they used the evil later. guy knew that he was going to need to blow things up. Yeah. And so they used did, an oversized they? box. Yeah, they were going to blow up the, the blow door to the, yeah. the tomb. Uh, I must have dozed off. You probably missed that part. But. <laughs> you remember when it, they, it does come back. It's not when as they badly put the written coin in the think. slot. Mm-hmm. You don't remember the coin in the slot? No, no. We'll, we'll tell you, you about it when we get sorry. there. All right. Stay tuned. It's going to be great. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they hide in a crate of dynamite. And mm. uh, C4. Yes. Yes. Because the hungry one is Butterball. Like, yeah, okay. Is like, hey, cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm very hungry. You know, that was Russian C4 because of how it was wrapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did learn yeah. that. Yeah, that's foil. right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. with the foil. Uh, so yeah, he's like, I'm going to eat this. And they're all like, no, you probably shouldn't do that. And he's just like, no, no, this is the worst cheese ever. Yeah, no, no. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Which I believe some more of it. leads to a fart joke and some terrible, not really racist fart. stuff, but kind of just like, I don't know, Middle Eastern dudes running from a possible explosion after driving a truck into the middle of a bazaar. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, they did kind of happen, didn't they? Yeah, it, it totally did. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, dear God, huh. this is going to blow. Run. Yeah. But yeah, so they they, huh. they land in Egypt. They start doing... Their, the, the kid is just like, this is the best thing ever. And it's just shitty, terrible, awful, bizarre. and It's just kind of mildly <sighs> weird. Yeah. I mean, just... You know, that kid a, doesn't know how much better that bizarre is than an actual real yeah. bizarre. <laughs> I mean, there's like a table that sells nothing but candlesticks and... One that has, you know, bling for dogs. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's really weird niche, like... <laughs> Tweety Bird t-shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, we're at the flea market again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that's, sand, that's universal. The sand flea market yeah. is where we're at. No, it's the flea bazaar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, they're at the thing, and there's some people with shifty eyes, and there's a little girl kid who's like, ooh, a little boy kid. Hi. Mm-hmm. He's all like, hey, I'm American. She's like, I'm not. Yeah, but she's been taught English. Yeah. Cause but she does the good 10-second, I don't speak your language. Mm-hmm. And then she like, gives up on that. I totally speak your language. Yeah. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if you were going to offer me money first. Yeah. And... Yeah. So they're kind of friends, I guess. And there's a monkey in town. Yeah. The, it's Bobby. He steals. Bobby. He steals. He steals Bobby. the kid's compass. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Steals the kid's compass. Bobby. And <laughs> yeah. It, it's basically the monkey is used whenever they need information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who can sneak somewhere and learn everything and give all the exposition. Yes. Or cut things. <laughs> yes. The monkey is going to cut a motherfucker. <laughs> the monkey is armed with a knife. Yes. yes, he is. And he's not afraid to use it. No. Throughout this movie. But yeah, there's a lot of the buddies are running around going, hey, we did our owner. Where's our owner? Why can't we find our owner? Oh, because he doesn't even know we're here. Yeah. So they make friends with the monkey. Yeah. 
because the monkey steals something of theirs. They're chasing the monkey. Oh, because yeah. one of the dogs is going to get a kebab. This is also the friendliest bazaar because um, a girl dog walks over and gets a, um, <laughs> a free a, head a thing. Veil yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you like this? Here, let me give you my most prized possession in my store. <laughs> and then, yeah, and, and I don't know, dog that likes to eat. Butterball. Um, yeah, goes over and gets a kebab. Yeah, but just, the monkey's like, yoink. <laughs> yep. And they corner that monkey. Oh, yeah, they're going to tear that monkey apart. Yeah, and the monkey's like, hey, no, I'll give you this. You give me your bling there, B-Dog, and then... I'll give you back the compass that I stole from your kid owner. <laughs> then mm-hmm. let's go live in this barn. Yeah. So they could they go there. Yeah, and B Dog bitches a lot about having to give up his bling. Mm-hmm. But it's wonderful. And they're joined by a camel. <laughs> it's all our best, all our favorite yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then yeah, there's a, the guy's trying to sell a camel. Yeah. Camel. Can't sell the camel. Brings the camel in. And we're like, oh yeah, fucking camel. He's gonna be like, hey guys, I'm a camel. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Was, and then that camel opens its mouth and is like. Hey, everybody, I'm a camel. It's the character in every kung fu movie you want to kill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's it's basically a four-year-old girl. Yeah. And it's just like, they stole me from my parents. Yeah. It gets it gets dark for a minute. It, She's it like, does. I'll never see my family again. I'm being sold into slavery. I'm a camel. Well, when the dude drops the camel off, he looks at the camel. Is that a like, euphemism? Yes. When you go drop off your camel. Uh he looks at it and he's like, you better sell tomorrow or otherwise, you yeah. know, he does the throat slash thing. And I'm like, well, that's yeah. dark. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you are going to bleed out and I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm that's worth more to out. me than whatever shillings I could make from selling mm-hmm. you. Sixpence, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so Sixpence worth of joy in your demise, camel. But yeah, so they, they know that, but Cam, Cammy, of course, knows where the whole, where everyone's going. The Oasis. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they... It's her tribe. It's a tribe thing. Yeah. She's like the her people. Yeah, her people. Her nomadic tribe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But the in the meantime, animals. meantime, uh, Grandpa jumped to conclusions, and <laughs> and Daddy Warbucks or whatever that old guy was have figured out. You know, they're going through the map, and they figured out. Oh, well, this symbol is the same thing as this symbol, and oh, look at the Washington Monument in the middle of the square. <laughs> right. Has that symbol on it? Let's go touch it. Yeah, so then they run out and put their medallion into the thing and turn it, mm-hmm. which makes the thing start turning at the top to reveal the moon Yeah, shining the correct it direction. It becomes the staff of Ra and yeah, the it's, headpiece. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's exactly that. Yep, except bigger. That yeah. was too short. They're digging in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. They were. But yeah, so that's how they find out, oh, we need to go to this oasis. Yep, so they go. And then the monkey has overheard all this because, you know, what monkeys do. He, he's he's at he's in the right place at the right time, and he's also the narrator, so mm-hmm. he has to be present for all this. Though that doesn't matter near the end, but you know that's all right. Yeah. So they so he's like, okay, everyone's going to the oasis tomorrow, so we got to get the fuck out in the morning. Yeah. So the morning comes, and they're like, all right, we're getting the fuck out. Going to the oasis. Dude comes to get camel. Yeah, and he gets like. Acid blasted in the face by camel snot. Yes, he does. It's full alien blood yeah, in the he, face. He's like Dennis Nedry. He's like, oh, God. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Yes, he totally is. Yeah. And the camel <laughs> kicks that motherfucker in the chest. Yes. yes. Four-year-old baby camel. Yeah. <laughs> camel. He's like, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> to <Die>. be fair, <laughs> how much more awesome would the Ten Commandments have been if Moses had been like, fuck you, Pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they slowly saunter out of the bazaar. 
There's a lot of... They run for about half 40 s- feet. Uh, yeah, not just off camera in I the first shot. I think the trainer shot. wasn't quite up to the task on this one. No, no. Because there's a lot of like, we're going to take two hops and then we're done. Yeah. With these dogs. It's like, this is then- all I can do, these fucking dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these dogs are terrible. Uh, but yeah, then it's just buddies walking through the desert. Yeah. And they're just like... That camel was trying to lead them to their deaths. Yep. Because the camel's like, I'm a, I'm a camel. I can go wherever I want, and I don't need water because I'm a camel. And the dogs are like, oh, fuck. Milk was such a bad choice. I just want to die now. Yeah. And she's like, but the oasis is so close. You guys can make it. Charlie. Just I'm keep going, Charlie. Charlie the unicorn leading them through yeah. the desert. <laughs> and meanwhile, the the monkey has tried to sabotage the jeep and the truck so that so that the daddy warbucks and the other guys can't get to the can't get to the oasis. So that they're slowed down so they can so the buddies can keep up with them. Well, they find the entrance to the thing that they need to find the tomb, which is literally fifty feet away from where they camped for the night because yeah. of the sandstorm. Right? No, this was before that. They just no, camped. They, they went to the oasis and then they got there and like, oh, oh right, right, okay. You're talking well, about the well. Well, yeah. yeah, they got to the oasis and like, oh, we well, don't know the what souls. the fuck to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, they so they're, they're camping and then like, go play, Billy and Billy. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Peter's like the kids named Peter and he's just like, I'm gonna go explore. And then Grandpa's like, yeah, great idea, go explore in the desert. So he walks like 30 feet away and the girl that he met earlier pops out from behind the well and they're like, hey, and. They, mm-hmm. they have a talk, and then they just stumble upon this thing. It's like, oh, this must be where the thing is. So they, they pop it open and go down, and, it, oh, it's a well. Let's put the key in the thing, and mm-hmm. light spews out of it. And they're like, well, that says this, and this says that, so therefore it's that way. Yeah. Let's go. And that's when the monkey slashes their tires. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the Goonies did more detective work than these people did. Yes. They're just kind of like, duh. Yeah. I don't know a thing. I tripped over it, and that's exactly where we need yeah, to be. Why Daddy Warbucks needed jump to conclusions there is beyond me. Yeah. yeah. He did nothing. He could have stumbled. Because, I mean, like, to be fair, he did a little bit more. I mean, the other guy was supposedly was famous for being also an archaeologist. I get. They was said. he? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was like, you're a famous explorer guy, too. I nice to meet you originally uh, but like i mean he didn't know anything to do with hieroglyphics he's like what does that mean yeah what does that mm-hmm. mean at he least at least he was like kind of there was like well that means sun and that means water and he's he's a grave robber he's a dirty grave robber yes. okay. not an archaeologist right right those things belong in a museum oh okay yeah so, so the buddies rich off of them there the buddies are dying so he's belloc <laughs> yes. he is yeah okay. kind of the buddies are dying in the desert starting to lose their mind because Butterball sees a picnic of, Mirage, of yeah. a pie and a slice of pizza and hot dogs. <laughs> just what you want in the desert. Hamburgers. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm going to go roll in food. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he just runs over to it and starts rolling around. Uh, and somebody makes a sandwich oh, joke. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he, he finally decides <laughs> to take a bite of the food. Get it's it? like, eh, pleh. Get <laughs> it? Sand? <laughs> Because yeah, he was eating sand. Yeah, we, it's in the word got, sandwich. Now that's what I call a sandwich. <laughs> when, there, when there was no crawfish, we ate sand. sand. You ate sand. You ate sand. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, yeah, and then the you know the camel's just like you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> Seriously, I'm perfectly hydrated over here. <laughs> I don't get what your problem is. Is it hot? <laughs> I can't tell. 
I walk around in the summertime <laughs> saying, how about this heat? <laughs> <laughs> so that camel's nice. Yeah, that camel's such a little bitch. But... Yeah, but the oasis is right there, though. Yeah, that, that's the thing is the one's like, I see it, I see the trees, and the other dogs are like, you dumb fuck, it's not over there. And then they're like, then they're no, like, it totally is. Oh, it's right, right over there. <laughs> Let's we're, go. We're all who's saying the same thing. Yeah. And, and yes, so camels they, reunite. Yeah, but they no, but they get there and everyone's gone by then. Oh, right. except for the Bedouins, they're still there, right? No, they're further away. Like they have to well, catch they, up with him. Yeah, they all drove off. Well, that's right. Because they have to take a dive in the in the well and stuff first. Yeah. So they get rehydrated. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're just like, well, four of them do. Four of the buddies jump right in. The other one, like the dog didn't want to do it. And so they dub the in. The dog needed his swimmies. Yeah. <laughs> so they the dub water. in that dog saying, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> runs off. Uh, but okay. So the buddies are, are, are alive again. Okay. Yeah. They've had water. And then they make it over to the. Uh, yeah. That's when they find the family. The caravan. And yeah. Camels are reunited, can, and yeah. then they, they have a celebration. Yeah, and the mom's like, oh, you have brought my daughter back. I never thought I'd see her again. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, mom, I'm back. <laughs> Isn't this great? No, and the no. mom's like, I thought I'd never see her again. <laughs> <laughs> the mom's like, did you sense relief in my voice? <laughs> Take her away. <laughs> Selling you paid for all this. Don't you understand, Cammy? Yeah, I had to get my lashes done. But yeah, so <laughs> I then, walked a mile from that camel. <laughs> yeah, so but they get a dog feast. Butterball gets to eat some cooked scarabs. Mm-hmm. He likes them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tastes like chicken. Yes, crunchy chicken, crunchy, and they taste like chicken. Yep. And there's a band, fire twirlers, and it just yeah, all of a sudden it just turns into. Is just, there somebody charming a snake? Yeah. Too? Well, no, that was in the bazaar. Okay. Because you know Buddha's just totally like, hey, that. They're mesmerizing that snake with Man. stuff. And How bizarre. Yeah. How Buddha, bizarre. Buddha's kind of a douche. <laughs> I have good points for you. I don't like, I don't like B-Dog, but I kind of don't like Buddha even more. I kind of don't like it. <laughs> Not hurt my feelings. At least Buddha's calm. Uh-huh. At least that yeah. dog is just like, hey, yeah. why don't we all just let's, settle let's, down? Let's think about this. Let's r- run this through. You want to rate the buddies? No, no. I'm just saying, okay. <laughs> Rank your favorite buddies. One to five. Go. Any oh, person, BuzzFeed tomorrow. any person <laughs> of any race, color, creed, or speaking voice could be a Buddhist and spout out the Buddhist things. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make it racist. What B Dog's doing is a little offensive to anybody. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's it's painful. Yeah, I I'm gonna yeah. go with yes. Okay, fine. All right. We will agree with you. I mean, they're all terrible <laughs> in their own ways. I'm not trying to defend any one buddy or together. I'm just saying no. that B Dog is the worst. I, right. I think it's unequivocal. Okay. Food is pretty bad. Fair enough. But so anyway, everyone has their least favorites. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they've, uh, they've all gotten together. The camels are reunited. And yeah. they're like, well, our people still aren't here. Yep. Like Pete and Grandpa jumped to conclusions. They're not here. Yeah. So. Isn't that the monkey shows up and is just like, I slashed your tires. Let's, yeah. Let's go get them. Yeah, pretty much. And they're heading that way when the sand Yeah, he's comes. like, I know where they're going. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Because, yeah, this monkey has, like, teleportation abilities or something. I don't know. He gets around. Yeah. He's able to run through the desert faster than a camel and a bunch of dying dogs. Yeah. Yay, dead dogs. I mean, no. But boo. wait, what? <laughs> no. But dude. These, no. these dead dude. dogs. These dogs wait, what? dead. No. <laughs> no. The monkey isn't actually there. 
He's the naked Indian from the doors. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just there, like, leading them when it's ah, needed. Yeah. I see. <laughs> but, yeah. But so he says, I know where they're going. Hey, these fuckers have a balloon. And they're like, you, wait, no, I want what? you to say that again. <laughs> hey, I know where they're going. And these fuckers have a balloon. All oh, right. the balloon wins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then so so he's like, all right, get everybody everybody pile in the goddamn balloon. Yeah, how did the all- Bedouins so- get a balloon? <laughs> let me let me tell you something about this balloon. Also, yeah, it is outfitted with a camera with a yeah. with a wireless camera. Yeah, so the Bedouins also have a a tough book. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do. It's strange. Well, that that is explained later. By the end of the movie, I, okay, I, I yes, did pay attention. Sure, fine. But I, I think scientifically, how does a hot air r- balloon work in the desert? Well, there's a bunch <laughs> of hot all, air. In it's the, all hot. Yeah. But there's hot air. Hot air hotter air. air. <laughs> no, you just got hot air to put in the balloon yeah. so that it rises. That's just how it oh, works. Sure. You okay. just scoop some of the hot air. Yeah. Out. So like, any, like I could I could blow up any balloon and it'll rise like a helium. Just cause well, no, in because the desert, your hair yeah. your air isn't isn't desert hot. You just scoop the you desert blow it air. out into oh. the yeah. You just open up the thing and scoop up the air <laughs> yeah, and then scoop you up tie the hot it, air and then okay. the balloon floats right. away. Hey, the more the more you know. Yes. Yeah. Don't Science. you don't that, see this is why you never made it in ballooning. Uh, yes. <laughs> ballooning. Yeah, but it is worth it for the shot of all the buddies jumping into the yes into the the basket. Yep. And just landing on each other. <laughs> Not having room to straighten out, so yeah. it's just like five dog asses. Yeah, just, <laughs> and dog, a monkey like just dog pile all over <laughs> each other. Yes. So yeah, they take off and the monkey's like, because I'm gonna start cutting shit. Yeah. And then like they're looking at the webcam, and the monkey's like <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, balloon owner. Yeah. <laughs> we took your balloon. Ballooner. <laughs> but yeah, and they so just, they, they and then they spot them. Yeah. They're like, there they are. Yeah. And at this point, the uh, the bad guy, Daddy Warbox, has revealed that that hey, once we get there, I'm getting rid of the you know this old guy and his brat ass grandson. <laughs> they're camped for the night. The two tents are literally five feet away from yep. one another. And they're very nervous. <laughs> and so they're revealing their evil plan. Like just like dude is just getting a massage from the two lackeys that he has and he's just like so when we kill them and take all their treasure we'll we'll be pure evil and all these mm-hmm. things and it's just like the kid's standing right there and he does yeah. the comic like trip over something behind him and yeah. just like get him and then it becomes we're evil you will do our bidding mm-hmm. but yeah so they're the, the buddies finally spot them which they've they're they've stopped because their tires were slashed mm-hmm by that goddamn monkey, and <laughs> the, then that monkey is gleefully slashing tires. Oh, too. He's so oh, yeah. heavy. Well, that monkey just loves having a knife. Yeah. <laughs> if There's you were a monkey, lot, wouldn't you love having a knife? Think of how many too? shots there are of that monkey stabbing that knife into something. The, the scary a thing lot. is that not only could the monkey use the knife, but someone actually trained it to stab. Yeah. Like really stab, like not just a comic like thing, but just like really just like jab it into something and yeah. tear it. That's a little frightening to me. Also. <laughs> they train that monkey to pull the knife out of its sheath and then put it back yeah. without cutting itself. Yeah. And to that, do the pirate thing to put it in its mouth so yeah. it could climb shit. That is a scary fucking monkey. <laughs> yeah. You should like, have done that. That monkey <laughs> should probably be locked in a box yeah. currently. When, when that monkey turns of age, it's going to stab you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it goes that's face ripping crazy. That's it's how it becomes a, a man monkey. Yeah. It won't and have play, to rip your face off. Playing the part of Babby is Caesar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Write articles about what went wrong with this monkey. <laughs> right. He had such a promising future. Mm-hmm. Who trained him? James Franco. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, 
James yeah, Cook. he so he climbs up on the side of the balloon and he's like, "Hey, I know how to get this balloon down." Because mm-hmm. they're like, "Hey, you know how to get it up? How do we get it down?" And he's like, "Ah, well, uh, I got an idea. All right, I got an idea. <laughs> I'm gonna stab the shit out of this balloon." Yep. So yes, he stabs the balloon and it goes down slowly and then picks up steam, and then they cut to a shot of somebody just chucking the basket on a hillside or on a on a, a dune on a dune <laughs> yeah. and just watching that shit bounce down. Over and over and, and then over. cut two dogs looking dead in the sand, <laughs> half buried. Yes. And then finally one of them shakes its head. It's like, oh, God. Goddamn monkey. Stupid Babby. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Babby. Thanks for always getting us killed. Uh, but he's like, hey, no problem. I do thing. And yep. here we are. Now let's go and do other thing. Yeah. And then this is good timing because, oh, holy shit. The mummy sandstorm is coming at us. Yeah. But they happen to see the little tiny entrance to the pyramid. Mm-hmm. That's just inside it's just of the exposed. dune. Yeah. This is just... They're like, all right, well, let's go inside and do that. Yep. So, so they do. They get inside. Meanwhile, the the grandfather and the kid and Daddy Warbucks are outside, and they're just like, "Oh shit, sandstorm, man. We better." And so they get stuck in the jeep or in the big truck, mm-hmm. which gets buried in the sand. Yep. But they, they die. But I love that the guy just watches the storm coming. It's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while holding his cat. Mm. It's more further proof that he has eh. no real world experience. No, none. Yeah. Just sandstorm. treasure hunting. That's nothing. <laughs> and apparently no self-preservation instinct either. No, no. But. He waits until he's getting just sandblasted in yeah. the face before he's like, I better go get in this car. Mm. Uh, which, for some reason, they open the door and let him in. I, I yeah. guess it's because yeah. it's a they Disney movie. They had their movie, out, but, man. Yeah, they should just let that guy die. Yeah. So the buddies Let the are sand flay the yeah. skin from his bones yes. in front of Peter. Yes. <laughs> Life lesson, Peter. Watch Dies. this. This is what happens when you cross Grandpa, Peter. I what happens this to when many you find a man. Daddy Warbucks is pounding on the pounding on the door as he, just, be- ah! as he just becomes a skeleton. Do you see, Peter? <laughs> Do you see? You wonder what happened to your grandma? <laughs> she crossed me. <laughs> okay, yes, so yep. the, the buddies are in the tomb. Yeah, and there's so a big, in there. there's a big like snake entrance there, and they're like, "Oh, how do we get in here?" And then snake slithers. Oh, up you mean Ryan Styles? Yeah, Ryan yeah. Ryan Styles <laughs> as Snake, as the voice of Slither, Slither the Snake from whose lines? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You they just, should have gotten the guy who did the voice of Sir Hiss. Yeah, or Cobra Commander. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just anyone. Uh, but I guess if you got Ryan Stiles hanging out on set, you're like, well, we gotta, you should do something. So he just, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to hypnotize you, and you're going to hypnotize me, and whoever wins, <laughs> you get to go. You, buddies, you buddies, two buddies. shall yeah. pass. Can't but the way this happens. She's in, just hypnotize me. <laughs> Buddha decides he's going to hypnotize him. Yeah. But he goes, hey, remember the bazaar. B-Dog, you need to give me a beat. Lay down some beats. <laughs> so B-Dog starts beatboxing. <laughs> yep. Is that what he's doing? He's I making guess noises. He's B-boxing. <laughs> I guess. boxing I don't know, but yeah. He lays down a beat. He hypnotizes the fucking snake. It's kind of yeah. like that if you told someone who'd never heard it what you do and she said just do that yeah yeah kind of yeah like like the director was just like you know beatboxing it's uh, yeah yeah come on you stupid six-year-old do it uh okay 
watch this YouTube video, <laughs> how to beatbox. Yeah. Yeah. So and either way, the snake's yeah. like, oh, you were the you were the king. So please. Yeah, you're a descendant of who the fuck ever. Yeah, just you're you're the best, and I'll be here if you need me. Because have we mentioned where they are? Egypt. No, like <laughs> specifically. Uh, Cleocatra's tomb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cleocatra. Okay, they're in Cleocatra's tomb. Uh-huh. Yeah, because here it is. Yep. And now it's let's do all the trials that one would have to do. Yeah, all the last quicksand to get through. There was a flashback thing earlier that the reason they need this stupid necklace is because obviously back in Egypt, uh, ancient Egyptian times, <laughs> cats ruled everything, and cat pissed off Cleopatra. And so she used her magical necklace and said, no, dogs are man's best friend, and fuck you, cats. Yep. Forever. Um, totally happened. So they need this n- necklace. Yes. Because. To stop the cats. Because mm-hmm. the evil hairless cat wants it to right. reverse but everything. But Daddy Warbucks wants it. The cat, yeah. he doesn't know the cat wants it. Right. The cat, the cat is the I can't the believe I just evil. said that. <laughs> the cat is the actual evil. The cat evil. wants it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cat's the bad guy. Uh, yeah. So they do a bunch of Indiana Jones bullshit, you know. Yeah. One, one beats quicksand by rolling over it over and over. That's a good time. It's, it's so kinda, cute. It's pretty adorable. Yeah. Uh, the worst though is like, why does Girl Dog have any idea which steps to step on? That's one of those stupid like. Because she watched the kids playing the game. Mm-hmm. That what, that's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know how she understood symbols or anything like that, but they also understood that explosives were explosives. So, They're smart you know. when they need to be, yeah. but yeah. Not, at the, not in the moment. The script I, I did, calls for it. I didn't catch that. I just thought she was yeah. like, oh, look, a thing. I'm going to yeah. jump no, on the It's right. like the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, how great. she would understand how the game was played or anything is beyond me, but yeah. Yeah. They have moments. So yeah, one of them almost died. B-Dog almost dies. B-Dog we is the one. almost free of B-Dog. B-Dog is constantly just charging in. With Looking reckless abandon, just like I, I'm going for it, guys. Here I go, and then he, you know, falls into a pit or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they keep saving him, unfortunately. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So he does. He does not get eaten by snakes. Um, no. They get locked in a room where beetles start coming out of the walls, and B dog or Butterball eats one of them. Mm-hmm. That's and, when they all start coming out, and there's yeah, a button and, on the floor, and they just hit that. Yeah, and, and they all slide down a thing, mm-hmm. and they do a goonie slide through yep. stuff and. And then magically, they're in the tomb. Because yeah. we didn't mention they're being chased by cat things, like statues that came to life. Not yet. We didn't mention mm-hmm. it because it hasn't happened yet. I thought that, they, no, the Beetle Room. They left the two, they left no. two of Later, the... They go back. They go back. They go back, they go back through all the rooms oh, okay, with all the right, traps. Right, they go back to Abbey So that Road. the cats can get killed off screen by them, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because they get there and they're like, all right, we're in the big tomb area and there's all sorts of cat statues and a big cat sarcophagus and mm-hmm. and one of them says this must Star-cat-focus. be cleocatrus too it's like really yeah, yeah. you mean with all the cat shit everywhere <laughs> there, there was a ton of cat shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the whole thing was a litter box ah, yeah. 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 yeah yeah no clumping but uh, uh. <laughs> yeah and uh b-dog of course takes the necklace and puts it on because he needs bling back yes mm-hmm. and which he turns into a cat begins a sequence of him <laughs> turning into a cat and saying Oh no, I'm turning into a cat, meow. I'm not turning into a cat, meow. Right, meow? And them going, hey, B-Dog. You're a cat. Why are you acting like a cat? Yeah. And he's like, I'm no pussy, meow. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't say that. That line is not in the movie. No, he said, are you calling me a pussy? Nope. No? No, No, you imagine that. Oh. No one says that. Oh. But anyway, he's turning into a cat. Sure. Mm -hmm. Because they CG his eyes, and his hair gets all like... (laughs) 
mangy. Yeah, it's weird. It's like they don't have much regard for cat. No, this movie hates cats. This, yeah, uh, cats clearly. are pure well, because it's the fucking buddies. I know, Down but with cats, yeah, not with dogs. Aside, man. Just be able to live with cats. No, okay, never. Well. All right, cats were in fact banished from being cool. Oh, in the, buddies, of the buddies universe. Oh, okay, yeah. I understand. Basically, yeah, that's yeah. that was the lore. Yeah, Cleopatra fucked them. Gross. Metaphor. Over. Fucked <laughs> them over. Oh, I see. Okay. Jeez, Chuck. Sorry. It's gross. Sorry. But yeah, so of course this gets uh, the evil hairless Mr. Bigglesworth shows up <laughs> and is like, hey, fuck you, dogs. Yep. That's mine. Give it to me. Yep. And they're like, nah, fuck you, cat. And then there's oh, five right. of us, one of you. And she goes, no, there's not. And all the statues come to life and they start getting chased by poorly CG cat statues. Yep. So they split up. Yeah, they let some of them fall into the snakes. They murder all of the cat statues. Yeah, uh, they leave some of them to get consumed by beetles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they have the snake says he's going to have them for supper. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the others fall into quicksand. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So they they're the only them. ones you see die on screen because you see their little faces sink under the under the sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but some people they even die. T- like tilt their heads up. Like, oh my god, we can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Because like the people the the people have actually entered the tomb at this point too and are going through all the trials and stuff, but they're, they're forcing the, the helper dudes to cross the, the game board Mm -hmm. and they're falling through to their death. Yeah. That one guy flat out dies. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets dropped in the snake pit. Yes. He's dead in a buddy's movie. Yeah. A human being dies. (laughs) Yeah. And nobody acknowledges it. They're just like, well, he, meanwhile, grandpa's just like, Hey Pete, jump on what I tell you to jump on. Yeah. He gets by, but yeah, yeah. They make it to the tomb. Eventually, the buddies get back because uh, eventually, B Dog chucks off the necklace because he sees a mirror and realizes, "Fuck, I'm a cat." <laughs> and that's when yeah. that's when Mister Bigglesworth comes and steals the thing. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I guess gets the power of being cat, super cat, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Sure, he doesn't. Does just he really get him any, into a statue? He doesn't really get yeah. any powers. Like, well, he. he he takes it back to the tomb mm-hmm. and is just like, Cleopatra, give me all your, your special sauce and I yeah, will be and, ruler. Yeah, and make sure that all the dogs are banished yeah. and that cats are the best. And, and so the, like, the cat tomb statue, eyes light up, and then immediately the cat is just turned into like a statue. Mm-hmm. And they explain later that, oh, there was a safety precaution that something would happen like this. So they... There's a check valve on that. Yeah, <laughs> they programmed this thing for the cat to not... Survived. To make sure that cats couldn't get greedy with power yeah. and, and so, fuck things up. Great. Yeah. We didn't know that. Hooray, everyone no. wins. But yeah, but this also opens the uh, the gold loot chest oh, yeah. behind <laughs> the thing. Yes. Yeah. Just not even neatly organized, dude. Just like someone just dumped every prop piece of gold they could find into a room and then yeah. quickly shut the door like the closet with all the mm-hmm. toys and shit in it. Just shut that in there. <laughs> Don't open it too quick. Yeah. But yeah, so they open it up and... You know the old guys are like, "Holy shit! Look at all that gold!" Not and really. He's his oh, yeah, his reaction is, "Goodness gracious! Oh my goodness! Oh my! Yeah, oh my <laughs> Look at gold. all the shiny things!" Yeah, yeah. But either way, the he's like, "I can't let you take all this." And, the, and you know, Daddy Warbucks is like, well, "Why the fuck not?" Look at check out. You know the staff I've been carrying around. Guess what? Got a fucking sword in it. Mm-hmm. I was waiting the whole fucking movie. I'm like, when yep. is he gonna pull the sword out of yeah. that fucking cane? 
Yeah. He's like, I'm 1920s. Because he didn't have a limp. He's just yeah, running around with it mm-hmm. in his hand. Yeah. But he's like, I'm 1920s fencing champion of Earl Guard the Gray or <laughs> some bullshit. But it's just like, okay, old man. Yeah. And then you and then get Richard two Real 80-year-old jumps to the dudes. conclusion yeah. that he can grab a gold sword and <laughs> yes. cut him up. Yes, a gold sword. Very, very effective weapon. Yeah. Uh, I just love that they'll be like swinging old man sword hits and then all of a sudden they'll cut to a long shot where there's two stuntmen just like wailing away yeah, and jumping going, around and doing yeah. spins and then they cut back and it's like Richard Real going, <gasps> I'm going to hit you. Give me a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. But yeah, eventually the kid hits the man over the head with a uh, plate, a platter. With a big gold platter. Yeah. Makes a good And bong. then Richard Real cuts his fucking head off. No. Yes. No. 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 But he's he's like ready to just if, oh, if yeah, that did knock him like, down, he was gonna punch his lights yeah, out. Yeah, he's like, Don't you get up. <laughs> you stay down. Uh yeah. He does get up though. But then they, then he gets up and he runs out with something. Like uh, he gets through all the traps, gets outside and he that's stole when, the necklace. Yeah. He's like, That's mine now, because the yeah. cat turned into a statue. Yeah. But either way, he gets outside. Yeah. And that's <laughs> And that's when it's revealed that the leader <laughs> of the tribe is actually the Egyptian Secret Service agent. <laughs> who's been waiting to catch this guy even though he's had plenty of opportunities i guess he had to wait for him to commit a crime to actually steal something is that was that his plan i guess i Instead don't know of just preventing w- it don't know how it works in that country <laughs> they didn't my theory go on fan theory here yes. is that he just didn't know where that tomb was so they needed to find it right mm-hmm. and then he was just a little bit slow getting yeah. in, you know because okay. they are at the end like thanks for finding all the treasures we appreciate that we'll yeah. be totally putting that into our government coffers yeah and and this yeah. is a point where and using it to oppress people in a couple <laughs> yeah. of years. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Thanks buds. Thanks, Old Billy. man who is closing <laughs> closing the museum that is his life's work because yeah. he can't afford to keep it. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, we owe you a reward. And he's like, no, finding the treasure was its own reward. And it's like, no, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Always Keeping your me. museum open is the treasure. <laughs> right. Always reminds me of the end of uh, Three Amigos. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah. Yeah. but then he's like, well, I guess uh, maybe one thing you mm-hmm. can do. Give me the most valuable treasure of all so I can take it back to my shitty town for the buddies to look at whenever they want. Well, that was just the unveiling. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. So they take it back to the shitty town and it's like, hey, we got a new exhibit and I'm going to live forever in this shitty museum. (laughs) Stay open forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, all the exhibits will come to life at night. Yeah. Yeah, Buddies don't get put to sleep. No. Because we can afford to keep them. Yes, we can keep the buddies. Yep. The city council is still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, raw blesses everyone. <laughs> yep. So and the, and they're all there. Like the the Egyptian Secret Service guys there is like we you know we're here to celebrate. Yeah, the little the little girl. She's there. Nomadic girl yeah. is there. It's like how did you get sent to the? U- I don't know. It doesn't work diplomatic community. <laughs> yeah. She kills a guy. Shoots him in the head. Yeah. She's actually part of the Secret Service too. Oh yeah. Yeah, like, oh, so she was a plan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, they, you know, well, Grandpa's like, boy, I, I hope we can protect this billion-dollar item we've got in our mm-hmm. dip-water town, you know. And the Egyptian guy's like, we got you covered. Uh, Earl, hit the button, and then, you know. <laughs> fucking lasers. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, like no man. laser. Yeah, and, I, <laughs> and of course, the way the guy phrases, he goes, no man could yes. ever get through this. And mm-hmm. they just walk out of the room going, ha, 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 that's right. Yeah. And then Monkey. Babby, of course, pops <laughs> up. Yeah, and then it's he like, reveals yeah, to his cousin. Yeah. Well, the cousin's like... Because they've been cutting back to Babby throughout yeah. the whole thing, and he's been like, and I sword fought 
him and you know I yeah. you know he's been taking credit for everything that everyone else and has Babu's done. Like, of course, nah. He's like, nah, you're full of shit. Yeah. And so when the story ends, he's I'm like, going back to Monkey Organ Grinder yeah, College. This is a bunch of bullshit. I don't want to be here. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And then Babby's like, would this change your mind? <laughs> it's like I've got the the priceless cat thing, and now the old man is going to lose his museum again. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> I feel good. Little circle story. wipe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. buddies. And then roll credits. Yes, buddies, buddies. On all these buddies. Mm-hmm. All dim buddies. The end. Yo, no Stargrove. <laughs> nope. nope. No. Very much like, hey, make this sound like Indiana Jones, yeah. but not enough that we can get sued right. because we don't own Legally Lucasfilm distinct. yet. Yeah, change so, enough notes. <laughs> yeah, we don't own Lucasfilm yet. Yeah. So change it enough. Oh, can you imagine? They could go back and just now. They could just over, go back yeah. and just. Blip, Turn on is the there, Indiana there is Jones one switch. cue that is very oh, much. Yeah. Yeah, it's wait, like, do, wait, do they own Indiana Jones too? Yeah. Disney owns Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought they yeah. just bought Star Wars. Then. No, they bought yeah. Indiana oh, Jones is everything, Disney Princess Lucas, now. Everything oh, okay. Lucasfilm. Yep. Okay. All right. All theirs. Okay. Ratings. Mm-hmm. Three bags. Oh. Such I, a hater. I... It, it, I didn't hate it enough to go any lower, but yeah, it's <laughs> well, okay, good. <laughs> that is obvious. I just, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of done with the buddies. I hope we're done with the buddies. Nope. Please Aww. be done with the buddies. Hmm. I, I don't know. I can't even you justify just... it. I just like, I'm, I'm, I'm over the buddies. Like the first one wasn't awful, and the second one kind of was, and so was this. So, well, that's, that's, that's our review. Of that's very good. <laughs> Insightful commentary. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> the buddies. Hey, I, look how much video. time we've already wasted. <laughs> I know. Hey, we got to produce content every yeah, week. Yeah, we got to get this shit out. That's it. That's all I People got. People love right. us talking about buddies. Yeah, man. they love the buddies. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah, two jocks. I had fun with the buddies. We we had a lot of fun watching this, making fun of it. Yeah, we did. Harlow was the only one who didn't seem in the spirit of <laughs> of making fun of everything, but. I don't know. It, it was. I mean, yes, it's clearly aimed at children. There are huge racial racial issues with how certain people are presented. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It was just dumb enough that I could enjoy it, and it ripped off all the things I wanted it to rip <laughs> off. And it had that monkey. It had plenty monkey. Man, it had so much. It monkey. had so it did, much yeah. monkey. It did all the things that you could want that monkey to do. Yeah. Two jocks. I think it was actually four... Four jocks? No. <laughs> uh, I think for a buddies movie. Oh, okay. It was actually the, the racial overtones were dialed back quite a bit. Because um, B-Dog was not nearly as terribly uh, represented as he was in some of the other buddies movies. But I will agree with Mackie that it was approximately two jocks. Um, it was enjoyable like i i'm not gonna run out and watch it again anytime soon but if somebody says let's watch treasure buddies (laughs) while you know while we're drinking beers or something like that's fine it's replace beers with hemlock and i'm in (laughs) that's that's fine that's buddies buddies you you do you i'll do me over Mm -hmm. um buddies it's all right yeah it's not the worst thing i've seen yeah that's right it's buddies. It's, it's not. I also agree. It's two jocks. It's kind of the least of the three buddies movies we've watched, I think. No, Santa Buddies is way worse. I like Santa Buddies. 
I, I, I was the lone holdout on that, but uh, this one, I don't know. This one is like super focused on its plot. It's just like we got we got to do plot stuff, and it's like no, I want dogs running around being idiots. You know, just clum- big clumsy puppies running around, mm-hmm. not <laughs> not doing exactly what they're told to do. I wanted more of that, and while this movie sort of did make up with, for it with the monkey doing all the things mm-hmm. that the monkey did. I don't know. It just seemed super focused on a lot of plot stuff and that was just a waste of time for me. But two jocks, I it has it has levels of enjoyment on purpose and then levels of enjoyment that we gave it ourselves. Uh and I think something is there's something special about a movie that we can all have a good time with and it's not just me laughing at while the three of you wish I was dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so only Harlow was, wished one dead of us. I, mean, well, I know, but you know, usually it's, it's me laughing maniacally the whole movie and mm. you guys are just like, I should fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. I, I was never angry enough to be like, fuck this thing. Yeah. No, it was fine. I was very disappointed in baby voiced camel. Though. That hurt. Yeah. That was, a, we wanted, I'm a camel. <laughs> I'm a camel. Let's go somewhere. <laughs> or like Joe camel, you know, hey, what's <laughs> yes. going on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, want like some a, cigarettes? <laughs> no. How about yeah. some cancer? Like a gravelly camel. Yeah. yeah. Robert Loja. <laughs> Robert Loja as the camel. Yes. Where the fuck you want to go? <laughs> I, would, I would revise my rating, perhaps. Hey. Okay. Let's see. Maybe if we can get it. We'll just get a redub, man. Yeah. Yeah. Drink totally your orange juice. Have him buddies. say all the same lines, but get Robert Loja to deliver all. All right. Them. I will do that. I'm I will looking do the- for my mother. They took me away from her. I'd be willing to record that yeah. myself. Okay. We'll work Robert. on that project. The Robert Loja project. <laughs> Loja yep. dubs. Loja right. buddies. So is it break time? Yes, yes I think please. So. Hey, hey. second half. Second half of the You know what the time. best thing about the second half is? Uh, we talk more? It is the beginning of no more dog movies for a while. But we liked the dog movie we just watched. Yeah. Some but of us did. But yeah, we're going to watch Explosions. Yes. Explosions <laughs> oh, the movie. Shit's going to explode next Explosions movie. Explosions of dog. Yeah. What? No, I mean. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about other movies that we saw, not with dogs. Okay. Um... I have, a, I have a little bit of a cautionary tale. Um, probably it, not necessarily needed if you looked at any other kind of reviews. Um, I just found that in looking at the Rotten Tomatoes score and the IMDb score and then looking at some of the professional reviews, I felt people weren't necessarily warning people off for the right reasons. Uh, so let me go ahead and tell you what movie it is. I watched uh, The Counselor. Ah, uh, yes, the Ridley. That S- is a very divisive movie. The the, the Ridley Scott directed Cormac McCarthy written uh, mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you want you want to see like why I generally hate most professional movie reviews is uh, like go go look at like Rotten Tomatoes at like the top aggregated results and and just the flowery non like overly descriptive language without actually saying anything that comes up in the like summaries of why people hated this movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like, I don't even know what you're saying. I'm just going to watch this damn movie and form my own opinion mm-hmm. because I like all of the ingredients here. So I should see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very well-made movie. Um, I don't think most people would argue that 
in Ridley Scott's career. I mean, you know, people didn't like Prometheus like for the writing. I don't think and most people would say like that was a poorly made movie or anything else he made it was a poorly made movie. You know, generally speaking, mm-hmm. he's a very competent filmmaker. Yeah. Um, it is one of the most twisted, dark, depressing movies I've ever seen. And I've seen The Road and I've seen No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. This movie leaves you with this feeling of like, fuck everything forever (laughs) and it's such a strange tale to tell like i don't understand why anyone want to tell this like i feel like if i ever met cormac mccarthy i would just want to hug the man (laughs) and be like it's gonna be okay guy really it's it's gonna be okay like i don't i don't know who shot his buddies when he was a kid Uh, he's got some serious issues Mm. his treasure buddies i I don't know (laughs) super (laughs) (laughs) dude he he would he, if he wrote the buddies movies they would all die and then he would figure out a way to bring them back and he'd kill them again that's oh. that's just that's wow. harsh yeah mm. but like lo- like luckily i i'm not going to get spoilery but like luckily it doesn't go some places that it it leaves your mind to wander into like you you know what's happening because people mm-hmm. have kind of been telling you things the entire movie but luckily it doesn't feel the need to actually like then go on and show it mm-hmm. in certain parts of the movie but like, I mean, Fassbender's uh, uh, performance in the movie is is fucking amazing. Like, I mean, I almost want to say watch the movie because some some parts of it are so good. But like, you've got to know what you're in for. It is like just despair on film. I, I can't mm-hmm. I can't put it any better. And like, yeah, by the end of that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you literally just had the bad guys win. Like. And then you ended the movie. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like the worst people come out on head. I mean, like there is no redemption whatsoever in this movie at all. Hmm. Like, and it's just it's it's a bizarre tale to watch. So, I understand the negative reviews. Like I said, I'm trying to give it to you a little more straight. Like, if you're gonna watch it, just know what you're in for. Well, to me, it was interesting. Like, I I appreciate any movie where reviewers are either this is complete garbage, or other people are just like. If you look at it in a certain light, it's kind of genius, which is pretty much the reviews for that movie. There was nobody who was like, eh, it was all right. Mm-hmm. It was like either, no, fuck this thing, or no, it's actually great. And you never know if it's just people hipstering it up and being like, no, you guys just don't get it. And if it had, you know, if it had average reviews, they'd probably just be like, yeah, it was, it was, eh, I don't know. But, you know, but because everyone was like, I hate it so much, there were there had to have been people who were just like, no, you you don't get it. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I mean, like, I thought I thought The Road was bleak. I mean, I read The Road and then watched mm-hmm. the movie, and the movie it is less bleak than the book. But it's bleak. But it's bleak as shit. And, like, I was like, but there's a glimmer of hope to that movie. Mm-hmm. There's, like, shit is awful, but it might be okay, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie is like, nope, fuck all that. The world is a piece of shit, and we are just other pieces of shit floating on top of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still need to see it. Yeah, I still want to see it just to figure out which side of the fence I fall on for that one. Yeah, it, I mean it. It it tries at several points to be a very off-putting movie. Like, I mean, it starts off in a very strange scene, and it's like, okay, I don't. It's a strange tone to start the movie with, but I'm mm. you know, whatever. I'm just okay. Hmm. I kept trying to get like it, it looked good, and I kept trying to give it. You know, give it its chance to to win me over. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. How about you, Chuck? Well, you have another one? Oh, the the other thing I was just oh. going to say, I watched um I watched Captain America: The Winter Soldier again. 
Um, I it's not a very strong statement, but that is by far in a way the best um, sequel of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Iron Man three um, a, a good bit, but like the the uh, you know the after the Avengers, everything has to end with a big you know crazy battle. Captain America two earns it. I think better than anything else has. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Iron Man three was just like, oh, fuck. I don't know. We were telling a buddy cop story, and now I don't know. We got to have shit blow up. Huh. You know, like Captain America two earns its big crazy ending. I mean, it's not going up against very strong competition. In, yeah, you know, Thor two and Iron Man two and three, but you know, it's yeah. it's really strong. So hmm. that's all. That's uh, a good movie. Yeah, I need to see it. <laughs> well, it's coming I'll out on video. Preemptively Chuck. say it's good. Uh, yeah, I watched a movie. Um, I watched, <laughs> I watched Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, Wait, man. what? Fuck that movie! Why did you? Why did you watch that? Happy August. <laughs> why are you watching Christmas for? What made you First watch of all, Christmas with the Cranks? Uh, because at a certain point a couple weeks ago, I had a thought. I was like, "What happened to John Grisham?" And yeah. then I looked at his filmography, and I saw that his <laughs> his book was the basis for Christmas with the Cranks. And I was like, what the what? shit? <laughs> he wrote a book called Skipping Christmas. And I it remember is, that. It is the basis for Christmas with the Cranks. Well. So I had to see that, because that was intriguing to me. And how was it? Fuck that movie. Why? It is It is the broadest form of comedy. It is just... Frumpy looking Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis just falling down and just doing like oh face the entire time as the most improbable things are happening. Mm. They're just like their kid leaves home and they're like, you know what? We spend too much money on Christmas. We're going to go on a cruise. And the entire fucking city flips out. They're like, what do you mean you're not doing Christmas? We're going to stalk you until you do Christmas. And then they turn into assholes because everyone else is bothering them, and then everyone who's bothering them gets more and more assholey, and it's just like this movie. It, like you would walk into Grandma's house Christmas Eve, and it would be on the television, and like you know your idiot uncle and the unfortunate woman he married are sitting there laughing their asses off at it, and You're it's projecting just, <laughs> a lot here, Chuck. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just imagining that scenario where anyone on the planet would be like, yeah, Christmas with the Craigs is good. Uh, is just the worst. Okay. I, it's, it, t- pain. Just pain. Just watching this and like, man, thinking I might have to like Galaxy Quest less because of what Tim Allen is oh, doing no. here. It's that kind of movie that goes back and is just like, f- it, it, I don't know. I mean, you've got Dan Aykroyd. And so Jamie you made Lee. it all the way through. Uh, yeah. Why? Got, uh, I, because I, well, I started doing other things when it was on. Because okay, I know you've shut off other movies. Where I have. Just like- but I was, I was in shock. I, I was I was mostly in shock at this, and I was kind of curious because it was uh, there was a point where it was Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis together again on screen, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, this is mildly interesting because these were two sort of young, attractive people doing sexy things with each other and trading places, and now they are two old, large people yeah. being gross. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, times change. Mm. It was interesting to see. Okay, but, but it was sad. Well, that's a shame. So if you've got unfortunate family members who love the worst, give them this in their stocking <laughs> this oh, Christmas season. Hooray. Available on Amazon. That sounds like a great idea. Buy it through our link. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm going to make a link. Right? 
just the worst. Apparently. Yeah. All right. You know what's not the worst? Hmm. Emails? E- emails. Yeah. Yeah. Emails are the best. I Sometimes love emails. We get... Electronic mail. Sometimes we get fart through the emails. <laughs> I love yeah, fart. We got... <laughs> Sometimes we get fart. Sometimes we get voicemails. No, those don't come through email. <laughs> they kind of do. Those come through... Translation. No, they come through yeah, Garfield. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. You're right. Yeah, and then he yeah. farts them out. <laughs> <laughs> he farts them into the computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we got a couple of voicemails. Garfart. Got some emails. So start off with an email. Okay, that sounds okay. great. First one up is from Jay, who says, Summer Movies 2014, Where oh. Art Thou? Ooh. Hey, Bamfcast crew. Hey. Jay from California here, and I have to ask, am I the only one disappointed by this year's crop of summer movies? Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy was fucking awesome, but overall, this has been a pretty forgettable summer movie season. It felt like we were front-loaded with Captain America, Godzilla, and X-Men, and then we had Expendables 3 and Guardians bringing up the rear, but the only films I remember from June and July were Edge of Tomorrow, and I may be the only one, and Transformers, now with Marky Mark. I have to know, <laughs> did I somehow miss all the awesome summer movies? Crash and Burn, Jay out. This summer's been weird. It does seem like... I, summer's past, it's always like, what's the next movie? Like, next week, what's the movie? We're, and this summer's kind of been like, eh, we got a month to go before the next thing comes out. Yeah. Were we supposed to get a fast movie this, this summer? It was and supposed it, to be. It okay. was yeah, supposed yeah. to be around That's what's July. wrong. That, that's yes, what's wrong okay, with this summer. Okay, that's what happened. We didn't have a fast movie. <laughs> or Furious. I kind of, yeah. I, I I guess it's just there were so many sequels that didn't seem to need to happen. Like Sin City. They just waited too long to make that movie. And well, and it's weird that the world changed around them. Yeah. That dramatically in nine years. Has, it, well, you know, has anybody seen, seen it? it? Is yeah. it any good? I, mean, I don't, like, I don't know. Yeah, I th- I everybody's think just saying the reviews that they haven't were seen almost it. universally like this is garbage. Yeah, but I think too that Hollywood finally figured out that summer doesn't have to start Memorial Day. They are just releasing these things because I mean Captain America was what April? Yeah, beginning of April. Yeah, I mean these these movies they used to jam them into summer week after week after week, and now it's like we can let this movie ride two or three weeks before our next movie comes out. Well, they out. had three large-scale Marvel movies to come out in the summer. Yeah. I mean, they needed to space them out. So, I mean, we had been getting, like, a, a fall or spring Marvel movie that was like, ah, it's kind of a B-list thing. But, I mean, yeah, I think they knew Guardians probably could have been that, but then they realized how good the movie was going to be. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think as soon as they probably started getting that cast, they were like, okay, this is more well, than... I've also noticed in recent years, it feels like everyone front loads... Like May is the big month now, yeah. And June is kind of like, uh, if it's a good week, we'll put it out here. And like Fourth of July just doesn't seem to be what it used to be because it used to be Fourth of July was like the big one, like this is the one you're waiting for, Independence Day. Yeah, and now it's like, I mean, Transformers came out and made a bajillion dollars, but I don't know anybody that's seen it. I don't know a single person that has seen that movie. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's a little strange. But it's I as far as I understand, it's the highest grossing movie of the year. I think most of that comes from overseas, though. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think these movies are doing what they're supposed to be doing here. But I mean, think about how we all like pretty much soured on the Expendables. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. Expendables one, we're ever just fuck yeah, we're camping out to see the Expendables. Well, we were ready for Expendables two too, when we're like, oh yeah, they're keeping it R, fucking yeah. awesome. And then two was just kind of just totally let down. Yeah, and then three was just like I don't care. <laughs> I'll watch that on. Video. Well, I mean, look at the hell. They, I mean, you had a golden opportunity, and it didn't take much. 
to cash in on the fact that there wasn't a Fast and the Furious movie, and they fucked up Need for Speed. Yeah. I mean, how hard is that? Yeah. Make a fucking car racing stunt movie. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, where are all the stuntmen directors? Just let somebody do that. It, it's not hard. I think they were all making Mad Max, according to that trailer, <laughs> yeah. because mm-hmm. good Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know, what a what a fucking golden opportunity squandered yeah. there, you know. So, I mean, on like one hand, yeah, it seems like a slow summer, but on the other hand, I think it's probably the biggest grossing box office of all time this summer. It's just yeah. more movies making more, or less movies making more money mm-hmm. instead of a lot of movies coming out. Yeah. But. Yeah, and I mean, and Guardians, Guardians is the only one I feel like really this summer truly knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Like was everything I wanted it to be and Captain America. Yeah. But that was back in April. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, X-Men I, was pretty awesome too. I, I don't know. Yeah. X-Men was pretty good, but then I saw guardians. I was like, eh, it's not as good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So right. anyway, yeah, I, I just, I think June and July aren't strangely enough, just aren't what they used to be. Yeah. Like if you got a really solid one, you're putting it out in May and then, you know, yeah. I, I just feel like it's there's too many times where some somebody does something good and people are like, I want more of that, you know, but not necessarily a sequel, and people can't pick up the slack. I mean, Godzilla should have been another Pacific Rim. Yeah, the the, the ingredients were there, the talent just wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, well, special, just special effects wise, they should have been like, make that. Yeah, you do that again. People want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it also, you know, it made two well, or three I, times what yeah, Pacific Rim made. True. So yeah, but but I think with Godzilla, they just they made choices that we didn't agree with. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I think was the main thing. But in reading a lot of reviews, it, a lot of people kind of struggled to say that movie was great. I think a lot of people were like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." A couple of badass parts. Yeah, but I think a lot of people were like really like forcing themselves to say this is just the best thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like diehard Godzilla people were just sort of like. Yeah, I mean, it's not the Matthew Broderick movie, but no. eh. <laughs> mm-hmm. wish Walter White had been in it more. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, from... that guy. Emmy winner. From Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. You got Steve, like the bird heron, who says the internet equivalent of the post office fucked up. Says, yo, casters of Banff. <laughs> Yes. It's your favorite harpy, Steve, like the bird heron. Long time, no correspondence. Sorry about that. I was in another play, and then I got a job, blah, blah, busyness, etc. Mm. But luckily, my boss assigned me to paint the break room, so I got to catch up on the Banff cast while I literally got to watch paint dry. <laughs> awesome. I know, I know the feeling, Steve. He says, anyway, I watched this other show about movies called Welcome to the Basement. Don't get me wrong. It's no Banff cast, but it's pretty cool. And the one host, Matt Sloan, came up with a cinematic immersion tank. You watch a movie five nights in a row and see how your opinion changes throughout the week. I liked this idea and decided to do it with the movie Heathers. This was a mistake. <laughs> Heathers is a good movie with a lot of layers, but you get everything out of it after three days, and the other two are painful. <laughs> so what movies do you think are prime for this challenge? Try to avoid the obvious, except Inception, Requiem for a Dream, etc. Also, a few episodes ago, someone recommended Tough Guys Don't Dance. Oh God, oh man, is that movie bad. <laughs> Hilariously bad. Very quotable with its batshit crazy dialogue, but I don't think it's exactly in your wheelhouse. The before-mentioned Welcome to the Basement did an episode on it. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. I hear a mountain lion. I'm flying away for now, but I'll be back when Steve like the Birdemic is over. Squawk bitches. Crash and burn. Steve like the bird out. P.S. Thank you very much for the Power Rangers episode. It's some of the hardest I've ever laughed. That made my entire wasted time in childhood watching that movie worth it. Ivan Ooze is the shit. Sent via wind. 
<laughs> water? Heart. He's like the yep. wind. Oh, God. Just yeah, I don't want to do that. The thought of Requiem for a Dream seven days in a row. No, no. Oh. Was it seven days or five days? Five, five days. Okay. Well, two still, days in a row. Two days, no. yeah. Even back one, to back. Even no. one more time in my life. I think I, I'm done with that movie for, for life now. That's that's an interesting that's idea. A dangerous concept. Yeah. Wildly dangerous. Because... Well, it only seems like the potential for badness. Exactly. Like... Mm, you're not going like, to come away with it five mm, days later going like, man, this just keeps getting better. It's hard to think of a movie. Like, if a movie can pass the five days, like, if you can watch that five days in a row and go, yeah, I'd watch that again. Mm-hmm. Like, your, your opinion, like, what you actually figure out should be sort of based on how you feel after that or whether you're willing to watch it yet another day after yeah. that five days. Yeah. I think that third that. day is the key. But, but I mean, how, do you do it with a movie you've already seen before? Do you do it going in cold? How do you, you know, how do you go about that? But I, cause I, cause you know, something like Star Trek into darkness. First time you're watching it, you're like, yeah, that was cool. That was, Great. And then the second time you're going to watch it, you're probably going to be like, why the fuck did they do that? <laughs> this is kind of garbage. You know, like, and then what's, what's the third day become? You know, I could see myself, I could see myself doing this with something like there will be blood mm-hmm. and the first day, just like taking it in. Yeah. Second day, focusing on cinematography or whatever, the technical aspects, third day focusing on the themes and like what each thing represents and, and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Fourth day, I don't even know what I'd be doing. Yeah. And same with the fifth. So I, I don't know. It, the, the problem with me on stuff like that is that I would, and this has happened to me cause you end up watching things a certain amount of times when you're making a video or whatever. Um, you, my eyes always go to technical aspects like dubbing, like overdubbing and, you know the the over the shoulder shot mm-hmm. where one person is clearly not saying what they're saying. That I drives just, me batty. I, I never see it on the first time because I'm so into the movie. But as I keep watching like a frame on a screen, I just notice these things. Like a character in the background is talking, but they've cut out their dialogue, so they're not actually saying anything. Mm-hmm. And I, that bothers me. I don't want to. I don't want to see movies like that. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to strip away that layer of movie magic. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and that's what would happen if I did that more than a few days in a row. I would just start to, I would start to hear weird dubbing and you, you just, yeah, you can see the seams. I don't want to see the seams. Interesting idea. I mean, if you, if you don't idea, want a new experience all the time, which is what I want, like I watch a movie, I'm done with it. Let's, I want to watch the next thing as soon as possible. There are so many movies to mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Um, I've only ever really done anything similar to that is like if I really loved a movie the first time I watched it and I had like the DVD that had like director's commentary and all that sort of stuff. Like yeah. Boogie Nights, when oh, I yeah. first watched that, sure. immediately watched it again with director's commentary. Mm-hmm. Like immediately. Yeah. But that's an entirely... It was entirely, up to like three in the morning. Yeah, but that's an entirely but, different scenario. I mean, that's... Yeah. You're not just watching the movie again. Yeah. So. I did a similar thing with uh, Scott Pilgrim when I got yeah. the when I got the DVD. It's like, ah, I'll watch this. <laughs> Twice a week, forever. That's a strange reaction. <laughs> <laughs> it it's does a, that It's too. a good... Nah. So many colors and sounds yeah. in that movie. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> kind of epileptic. Just, yeah. Ah, yes. yeah. So, you want to play a voicemail for us there, sir? Oh, sure. I think we got a couple. We do. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's Mike from Pittsburgh. Long time no call. 
Uh, two quick notes. First, I love the review of Avenging Force. I managed to watch that entire movie without realizing it was a sequel to Invasion USA because the guy doesn't even ride a freaking fan boat, it, he, and he's not Chuck Norris. Second of all, you're doing with doing all these terrible kids movies for Doggist. Why not just do Rover Dangerfield? It's animated, but it's got to be better than Bailey Dollar Sign, Billion Dollar Sign. Uh, watch Rover Dangerfield. Celebrate animation in late uh, late summer. Out. No. <laughs> Let me make this easy for you, <laughs> Mike. No. Nah. <laughs> the proponents of animation nah. are really hardcore about it. Like when yeah. we were in Atlanta, Jens was like, "You guys have, re- you guys kind of picked the wrong movies for animation." Let, we're like, let, no, we didn't. It's like, no, this the concept because we bad. can't watch good animated movies. Yeah, it's like, just like we, it, yeah, people would lynch us. Yeah. It's like it's just that's not going like, to work for us. It, it's just not. We can't do the animated. He's he, how many times has he stumped for Ro- Rover Dangerfield? It was on the list, I think. I thought I made my my feelings on Rodney Dangerfield pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, I, what kind of problem you got with Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> uh, I give him zero respect. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. Damn. Hmm. All right, take my Harlow, please. Next one up That's is from, uh, <laughs> next email is from Josh, your friend of mine from uh, Corpus Christi. Ah, very good. No song attached this time. Oh. They did say, uh, you guys were discussing obviously self-written IMDb profiles. <laughs> well, have I ever got the most obvious one in history? And of course, it had to be that ponytailed widow peaking blues guitar playing dynamo, <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> Although I know full well that you guys likely don't have time to read the entire thing on air, I have posted it here in full for you to pick and publicly read the best parts. You can't fake self-absorption like this. Quote, Steven Seagal is a striking and somewhat boyishly handsome looking, often with ponytail, and usually impeccably dressed action star who burst onto the martial arts scene in 1988 in the fast-paced Warner Brothers film Above the Law. The enigmatic Seagal commenced his martial arts training at the age of seven under the tutelage of well-known karate instructor and author Fumio Demura, and in the 1960s commenced his Aikido training in Orange County, California under the instruction of Harry Ishikaga, Ishishaka, Ishisaka. Harry Ishisaka. <laughs> Bless you. <That's> okay. <laughs> yeah, they, it just... Yeah, it goes on. It keeps going yeah, oh on. Oh, my God. Ovitsar saw, star, <laughs> saw star value in the imposing-looking Seagal. Mm-hmm. It's... Ugh. You, you ready for this? This is the last, the, All right. the last line. Yeah, the very end. While his box office appeal is somewhat declined from his halcyon blockbusters of the <laughs> mid-90s, Seagal still has a very loyal fan base in the action movie genre and continues to remain a highly bankable star. Yeah, what? False. IMDb mini False. biography by firehouse44 at hotmail.com. So send your displeasure <laughs> directly to him. Yeah. Hotmail. Ooh, fire yeah. hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds says, like the work AKA of a, a master st- <laughs> Stephen <laughs> stunningly ha- handsome widow Pete yeah. guitar playing <laughs> yeah. awesome action. Stephen Seagal forty four at hotmail.com. I'll make up an address. Uh... <laughs> oh my god, why, Stephen Seagal. Why is he Nicholas Cage? He's arresting me. Uh, yeah, thank you, Josh. But uh, I think it was uh, last week tonight with John Oliver had footage of him playing at one of the Ukraine concerts. Sure. Oh, what, wasn't he playing on the band? wrong wrong side of that? Yes, like he was playing for like the pro Russian side or something. Yeah, fantastic. He's hey an man, idiot. they probably had good catering. All right, <laughs> they really had yeah. better catering than the Ukrainian they side. Had, they had <laughs> Ukrainian side was like, here's dirt and bugs because <laughs> that's all they, they've left us. 
Um, and the the Russian side had donuts and sweet kimonos. Mm. Oh, caviar and vodka. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> caviar and sweet kimonos. Yeah. All of those things. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's that. I can't stress enough how long that bio is. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just page after page. Thousands of, of words. Sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one's up. It's from uh, Musum. Hey. Who says Rollins? Rollins. Pedro? Rollins. Mm. Okay. He says, I haven't seen the other wrong turns, but wrong turn two is a must. <laughs> Henry Rollins plays an ex-military reality show survivor host guy. Mm. It's a super dumb, funny as hell movie. Matter of fact, there needs to be a Rollins month. <laughs> Add feast to the list. It may be cheap and self-aware, but it's funny as shit. Then continue on with The Devil's Tomb, which I haven't actually seen, but it has Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. And then Henry Rollins plays a pe- priest that guards the gate to hell. We it sounded pretty funny when I saw him on stand-up. Not sure what to suggest for the fourth, but you guys need more Rollins. Use him. Hmm. He's fun. I, I remember him in The Chase, which is kind of a terrible movie, but mm. he plays uh, a sort of crazy chase. cop in it. Yeah. What was that one we saw? Oh, he was in... Uh, Oh, God, the snowman one. Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah, played he the would... cop? <laughs> I believe so. He plays a lot of cops. Yeah, but... Which is weird, but yeah. Yeah, but he, <laughs> it really But is. he was the one who just saw the snowman and, like, had the appropriate, like, the fuck is that? <laughs> Back the truck up yeah, down the, the street. Yeah, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Yeah. yeah. That and guy I, works. He's in a lot of stuff. He's got a new TV show where he examines myths. <laughs> Does he? Possibly it's on like H two. No, no, it's on H two. Oh. But but he's like he, he explores facts you might not have known, and it's interesting that he's got like the uh, Rosa Parks was not the first one to do the bus thing. One that Drunk History has already covered. Oh, good, because so. that's a myth we need further busting on. Yeah, it's that sort of stuff. Does like each one end with like a zoom in on a tattoo on him, or is like that's the big reveal? Of... Is he going to wear every time he busts? Does. Does. Yeah. It's, like Far Cry stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a bus shows up on his forearm. No. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, Henry Rollins. You want to play the other uh, voicemail we got there? Let's do that. Hey, Famcast. It's Steve, like the bird, heron, squaw, and such. Uh, I'm just calling because I feel like the Garfield phone hasn't been getting much love lately. So Garfield, on behalf of everyone in the Famcast, Harlow, Mackie, BJ, Chuck, me, and all the other people who listen, we love you as much as you hate Mondays. Really, that's it. I feel like there haven't been enough voicemails, and I feel sad for the Garfield phone, because every time I watch the live stream, there he is. He's just sitting there with his eyes closed. I want his eyes open when you take the phone part out. This has been a message from Steve like the Bird Heron. Crashing Bird. Steve, out. I have no idea where I'm going with this. Bye. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve. I like that everyone who calls us sounds like they've just gotten out of a car on a freeway <laughs> and they're trying to go get gas or something. It's just like, hey, I thought I'd call yeah, you. Yeah, a couple of minutes. We don't know what happened. They all just got out of their cars. <laughs> Everybody calls sometimes. Just pulled off the interstate and uh, getting a uh, yeah. pecan log from Stuckey's and I wanted to, uh, <laughs> wanted to talk to you real Sizzler quick. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Kind of seems like our demographic of yeah. just like, I got nothing else to do while I'm walking 10 miles to get this flat tire fixed. Might as well call the Bamcast. <laughs> I love the people that have us on speed dial. That's my favorite yeah. one. And it's like, it's, they every once in a while accidentally call us. Oh yeah, so like, we just get butt wind. Yeah. For- <laughs> but it just got off of work it's just, and I'm uh, sitting yeah. in traffic on the 45. <laughs> 
we get a lot. I lo- my also love that the just drunk got to ones. Thinking, you know. Yeah, it's the drunk ones. We're we're like an ex that they're like. I should call them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey. I'll tell those. I'll yeah. give them what for this <laughs> fucking bev. No, it's not like that. It's more wrong. like I haven't talked to you guys in a while. <laughs> I was just I was sitting around <laughs> watching TV, masturbating, and I thought about you. <laughs> What's up? Are you up? Uh-huh. Uh huh. You wanna hey, make a new um, podcast or something? <laughs> so. uh... Podcasting with anybody right now? Uh, what are you What are you doing? <laughs> you want me to bring some donuts over? It's a potty call. Mm, I gotta no. agree with you. No, no that's the. Oh, well, no, I know, you, but you still, can't, it's too close. It's, you, mm. Yeah, you're gonna get the wrong idea. Don't do that. Internet a potty line. <laughs> Don't call the potty line. It's, potty, it's a potty line. <laughs> it's a potty line. Nah. Get to the podcast. <laughs> yep. I yeah. just gave some upstart a show title with that. Yeah. And we pre- <laughs> could do the podcast. And uh, we are seriously, you could just shit words like a minute man. Can I shit words like shit words like a manatee podcast? Welcome, That's featured like- on iTunes right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, slow but steady. Yeah. Just shit those words. Their episode really is for like it's a ten day. minutes of intro music, and then we're just like, hey, we're shit words like manatee. Woo! Podcast out. Yeah. Like, sponsor yeah, us. Just, just spitting out word salad. <laughs> Brought to you by audible.com. Yeah. yeah. But, but no, I, we. iTunes is like, fuck yeah. We genuinely, <laughs> we love voicemails, guys. Yeah, we're we just, do. we're right joking on. around. We're just we having a good do. time. We're all just having a good time here. I just, we're, I worry about yeah, you. We guys. like we're all, here. We're all fine here. You should really get How AAA or something and wait by your cars. Yeah. Please. Yeah. And just make sure to, you know, be mindful on the shoulder there. Yeah. Pull over. Put your yeah. hazards on. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to, the correspondence information. Oh, if you well. decide, hey, I should call the Bamfcast. What's hey. the number? Well, I could give you the number now, or I yeah, could build up your some anticipation. Nine one zero five jocks BMF nine one zero five five six nine two six three. First time ever we've done that. First, mm. it's fine. That's important. Garfield it phone is. mixing it up. Hit us up. Call us late at night when you're lonely. And need a podcast. We won't hear it for a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Actually, our phones will buzz telling us that we have a voicemail. That's right, true. eventually. If you want to contact us in another way, though, you can email us bmf at bmfcast dot com. Um, if you want to do any of the social things, go to bmfcast dot com. Check out the sidebar on the right hand side. It's got a bunch of buttons that'll lead you to all the socials. It's also got our Amazon affiliate search box thing. You search, you buy, we get money. It's awesome. Um, that's it. Those are the things you do to get in touch with us. Cool. Or you can find us in person. Good luck. <laughs> Scavenger. <Yes. laughs> Truly good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I guess that's it then. I'm yeah. Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast Out. <laughs> is it? Is it? You sound so confused, Chuck. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I started it. <laughs> he ended it with a question. Someone put a t- question mark in the prompter. <laughs> <laughs>